whoever is bitten by a bitten lives becomes a gamer himself. It's time to get bit by a bit. Stop it! You're acting like a child. Bit by a bit. One of them now. Hey everybody, welcome to the BXAB podcast. I'm your host Jay. And this is Chip, 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 Chip. And you are listening to episode 98 of the BXAB podcast. Episode 98. Do you know what came out in 1998? Now I want you to think. Think back hard. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, don't, I got it. don't lie. Don't joke with me. No, I really got this one. What? I really got this one. What? It's definitely PGA Golf 98. <sighs> Gretzky 99. I'm the N64. I'm just leaving. Just leaving. <laughs> I'm gonna burn this place down with you in it and leaving. But what really came out in 98? I don't even want to tell you now. I, I, I know you don't, but you have to tell the fans of this great, great okay. podcast. One of my favorite games, Metal Gear Solid. Mega Man Legends Ooh. for the PS1. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But bigger titles, I will say. You know, something like The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, you know, that that yeah, little some thing. Some people might know that one. I don't know. You know, um, a huge, uh, my friend Trevor is a huge fan of Baldur's Gate. Did you play that? a lot of that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Baldur's Gate was big. And then Star Wars Rogue Squadron. That's a really good one. Absolutely love that game. Mario Party. The original? Yeah. Wow. And your all-time favorite game, South Park. <laughs> Why is that my all-time favorite game? I don't know. Because, I don't know. Which South Park? Does it uh, say South Park? It just says South Park. 19, yeah, for N64, PC, PS1. I hope it's um, Chef's Love Shack. I did like that game. It was like a trivia slash minigame. We played a ton of that. It doesn't say that here. Oh, Half-Life came out in 1998 as well. Oh, there you go. You missed that one. Interesting. Congratulations. Well, guys, we have uh, producer Ethan here as well, making sure that we sound good on the board. Nope. We don't need to introduce him. I just did. Nope. Well, take, it's, take, it, take it back. <laughs> Anyways, guys, how's it going? There's definitely not a producer in the house named Ethan. Yar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, uh, episode 98 brought to you by... The Detroit Beard Collective. Listen, we've been preaching about them for a while now, and if you haven't shopped at the DetroitBeardCollective.com for your beard needs, and I'm talking, about, I'm talking about combs talking about beard elixir I'm talking about beard balm I'm talking about all those things that make your beard fancy and fresh testify L- listen brothers and sisters oh Detroit Beard Collective feel the power the spirit in your beard amen oh, amen can I get a hallelujah 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 Detroit Beard Collective go to Detroit Beard Collective brothers and sisters dot com and use the offer code BXAB at checkout for mm. orders of $25 or more for 20% off. Can I get a 20% off? 20% off. Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. Thank you. DetroitBeerCollective.com. Right. There it is. I know. I said Detroit Beer Collective, <laughs> brothers, brothers and sisters. And sisters dot com. <laughs> which is a completely different site. Yeah, not, well, who not knows right. where that takes us? Let's be careful. There. Anyways, thank you, Detroit Beer Collective, for all your glory and all your wonderful, wonderful products. And just to clarify, the code is BXAB. I said it fine. BXAB. BXAB at checkout. Mm-hmm. $25 or more. That's right. You get 20% off. I like it. Hallelujah. All right. <laughs> So for those of you that are bearded, for those of you that are gamers, for those of you that are bearded gamers, you need to go over to cinchgaming.com because you need to check out cinch gaming controllers. Guys, if you haven't even 
an idea of what this is. You need to go take a look at what a pro controller is all about and understand why you want pro, as Chops calls them, butt buttons on the bottom of your controller. Oh, yeah. So that both your thumbs stay on the joystick, making you a better, faster, first-person shooter, competitive gamer. It's uh, true. I've used them, and I can't go back. They're, they're, it's just such a nice feature. You, you literally become the million-dollar man, not... The wrestling million dollar man, but the TV show million dollar man. You become better, faster, stronger yeah. all around. What if I would rather be Ted DiBiase? Then you probably wouldn't be playing video games. You'd be like on the stock market. Yeah. You'd play playing Wall Street Kid actually instead. Or you go buy like a shitty Xbox Elite controller because it costs a lot of money, you know, just so you can have it and then use that instead of a real gaming controller from Cinch Gaming. That's probably what Ted DiBiase would do. Yeah. Most likely. Um, but guys, go over there, and if you do like the controller or you want to try one out, make sure to use the code BX8B at checkout, and you'll get 5% off your order. And, uh, yeah, guys, check them out for sure. They're uh, at a lot of local events. If you uh, are familiar with the MES, Michigan Esports, or if you're familiar with PAX, they're going to be they're gonna be at a lot of these shows showing off their controllers, showing off Cinch Tech, which is... Again, guys, if you know what a pro controller is and you're like, I already got one from another company, Cinch Tech is going to change the game. You will not see another controller like this. Super cool. Check out their website, cinchgaming.com, and read up on Cinch Tech because it's going to change the game for pro controllers. That's right. And while you're at it, go buy our shop, bxab.com. You are going to find there, Jay? Uh, shirts. That's right. <laughs> Shirts. Woo! Things you put over your shoulders, your arms go in them, they're cloth. They Sometimes protect your, your nipples. Dick goes in them. You know, like if you're if you're if you're jerking it and yeah. you're like you need somewhere to put your glue right. your, your your splooge. Yeah. You know, just put it in your shirt. I mean that's exactly what I was thinking. I wouldn't put it in your pants because then you know then it looks like you peed your pants. I was actually just thinking that sometimes I wear my shirt as my pants. Oh, like a toga. Yeah. Yeah. You could totally go so so here's what you do. First step. First, <laughs> BXAB.com. Second Click on shop. Third, buy a shirt. Four, wear it like a toga. I wear an 8X like a fat guy, Moo Moo. <laughs> oh, that's that's a good idea. You could, if, even if you get the 8X, or if we have it, I don't know if we do, but if we do, you could wear it like a diaper. See, Just here's wrap what it around your waist. Here's right. These shirts are so soft and so comfortable that what I do is I actually I buy one, and then I hold it, and I put my legs through the, through the, the arm, arm sleeves, yeah. mm-hmm. and then I like contort my body and, and put my whole body through the actual neck hole. Oh, okay. And then it turns it into like a leg dress thing that's real comfy to yeah, sit on. Yeah, I don't think that's physically possible by what you said. It's very difficult to get off, though. <laughs> I'll tell you that. It's very difficult. You might have to go to the hospital. You'll probably waste a shirt But you'll be that real process. comfy. Yeah, you're not going to wear it normally ever again no. after that. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Anyways, Detroit Beer... Or, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> BX8B.com. Detroit Beer Collective's logo's on there somewhere. But anyways, go to BX8B. 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 BX. AP.com. Yeah, but just once. BXAP.com. Don't type it in three times. <sighs> Go to the shop, buy a shirt. Told you to shut up. <laughs> 12 bucks. You can't beat it, guys. All right. So, um, enough plugging. Here we go. We're going to talk about plug some. Your face. Yeah, that's fine. We're going to talk about some games that we've been playing lately. Do it. But we're going to switch it up. Do it. We're going to ask Ethan what he's oh, been playing lately first. It. Well,. I'm pretty excited. Last week was my first raid on Destiny. I had never done a raid before. So, uh, you know, you guys carried me through that. And I learned 
it to be very true what, what what I was warned of at the beginning when we get our raid crew. We had Chris who uh, streams uh, PvP on Monday nights on our stream. We had uh, we had Chops. We had Jay. I think Jazzy may have been in for a bit. And the thing about it was, is I was told Chris is really bad at explaining how the raid works, <laughs> and I had no clue at any of the points Chris explained. But luckily, eventually, I caught on, and uh, it was much more complex than I thought. I thought we'd just be running through a cave, like, shooting aliens. And then I find out there's all these really complex puzzles where you have to grab things and smash it into things and hide in bubbles and kill things. And then you have to jump on spaceships that are moving across the screen. And then you have to not get hit by plungers and all that crap. It was at times terrible. But I had a lot of fun. Yeah, no, and you did really well, actually. Um, the the puzzle jump, the, the initial ship puzzle jump that you're talking about, can really cripple people, and you manage to do okay. Uh, you're a titan, yes. is your is your choice of uh, character. So, um, I had re- I was running as my titan for this, which is not my primary, and I was having more difficulties in the jumping than you were. So, good job. But what else were you playing? What else did I play? Well, uh, I picked up. Rayman Legends by I picked up. I mean, I'm about to be made fun of because my fiance picked it up and I played with her. Who's gonna make fun of you? That I didn't even know that fact until you just told me. So now I'm gonna make fun of you. Oh yeah, I figured you guys are gonna make fun of me because my fiance bought the game and. Oh, I thought you were. No, I wasn't making fun of you for that. Oh, the only thing I was gonna make fun of you for was that uh, she's like playing the game more than you and has progressed further than you, and she's better at video games than you. She is better than at video games than me because she's smarter than I am, (laughs) and she has much better control of her fingers and hands. And uh, we are we agreed we're playing it together. So she's farther than I am in Rayman. It is because she is playing without me, and that is hurtful. But uh, loving that game having a great time playing or playing that co-op with her and i'm trying to think that was the my big my big gaming this weekend was all destiny doing the raid got got some better gear get my light level up playing a little bit more competitively trying to yeah you're wearing the big boy pants now right? i'm i hit i hit 280 with my light level this week Man. so uh now see now what level of depends are you at now Still wearing the diapers. That is that is a sixty year old nice. depends. I'm I, you know, impressed. I'm I have impressed. moved from the seventy year old depends to the sixty. You know, I'm getting younger and younger. Soon, where I will just be crapping my boxers. <laughs> Soon, uh, it will be the Benjamin Button disease. Yeah, here's yeah. the problem, though. Now that my light level is getting higher, I've been able to blame the entire time I played Destiny. Like, well, I don't have good gear, and that's why I'm terrible. So now I'll have to be <laughs> held accountable by my own piss poor playing. Yeah, you'll have to be the new Jazzy. Yeah, because. Because Jazzy's actually starting to play a little better. Jeez, oh, it's hard to admit that, but it's true. Well, I've seen it firsthand. I have. He outperformed you quite a bit. I will gladly be the new Jazzy. We're all worried. We're all worried. I'll tell you right now, this is the apocalypse. The end of the world is coming. <laughs> Just because of this. Well, that's cool, Ethan. We're glad. We're glad you got to go through the first raid. We didn't finish it. No. Um. So that's the only problem. We got our way all our all the way to the sisters, and then we stopped. So you actually haven't fully seen the potential of headaches that is in front of you. Yeah. Thereby reap the benefit of getting the good gear at the end. Yeah. Kind of. is, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there's better stuff though at the end. Yeah, that's the bummer part. So maybe we'll maybe Jay and I can like burn through it and just bring you to that part, and you can see yeah. the whole raid or something. I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll see. How about you, Chops? What have you been playing? <laughs> Mostly Destiny as well. <laughs> Shocker. 
Along with raiding with the fellow BX8B gamers, I've also been playing Trials with Chris and Jazzy. Can I, let me interrupt for one second. Can I just make... Let me clarify something. Your system, like, disc tray isn't broken, right? Like, the slot, it actually still ejects yeah, the disc? Yeah, it does, yeah. Okay. So you just... All right. I, I wanted to make sure that we haven't been going on for, like, 18 weeks. About just Fallout? Def- and I haven't played def- Fallout <laughs> yeah, yet? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm kind of yeah. like, uh... Yeah, well, it was a holiday weekend, and we wanted to play Trials, and we've been talking about getting more competitive with with destiny and i honestly have not wanted to play fallout because i've been wanting to get better at destiny which is sad which i i don't like but i do like it is what it's it's a weird it's a weird conflict of feelings i have but i've been playing trials and it's frustrating i i i I almost want to say i hate trials but you love it at the same time every time i go into trials with a new passage i feel like this could be this could be the one. Oh yeah, your hopes and dreams are sitting right there because it's blank, and you're like, this could be anything I want it to be. And then you play your first round, and you're like, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. Hot garbage. There it and is. Then, the first hot garbage of the episode. Yeah, hot garbage. Anyways, we played trials. Everybody had a doctrine, uh, which except is a super, us. Except, except us, because we didn't play last week. Yep. It was super powerful auto rifle that melts everything. Everyone could snipe like. A fiend against us, and um, apparently I don't know how to play too well in trials against better players. So I was pretty much the worst player on the team. Yeah. So well, I felt really bad about that because, in like Crucible, it's it's no problem. Crucible, I'm pretty good, but I, I just trials came along and I tried my best. I, and I'm I have not yet found a gun I'm been comfortable with. That's my hardest thing is that I. I the might is too slow. Last word isn't quick enough for like groups, and then I'm trying to use a, an auto rifle, and I was ended up using the raid auto rifle for a little bit. The uh, oh really? The district Dristin or whatever, yeah, yeah. and it worked for a little while, but then it wasn't powerful enough because I don't have a 320 of it. So right. Well, it's I been I don't it's have been a 320 hard. of anything. Well, sorry, of any primary. Uh yeah, no. Only thing that's like my high is my highest is a hung jury at 318. Yeah, but that's too slow as well. All so right. it's just. So you've had a lot of fun playing Destiny. That's what you've been it, playing. It's been fun. Anything else? Alpha bears on my phone still. Okay, okay. it's Ooh. a lot of fun. I've got a zombie bear and an Easter bunny bear, and a Viking bear, and a pirate bear, and a Frankenstein bear, These and are a all, four bear. They're all good bears. And a golf bear, and a mummy bear, and a dog bear. I'm just gonna keep letting you go. And a shit. Uh, okay, you're done. You're done. You and lost a devil it. bear. RJ, what have you been playing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I'll get started with playing Destiny, and uh, I had something really weird happen. I was uh, running Ethan through the raid, uh, and like you said, with some of our friends, but really Ethan and Sci-Fi AJ hadn't been through the whole raid, so it, it, eventually we got to the point where... It was all new for him, too. So we run in two new people through the raid. I was running as my backup character, which is a Titan, and I um, was getting no drops at all. I, I couldn't believe the horrible luck that I had. Well, I feel bad for Ethan, too, because he got jack shit on a lot of that stuff. Yeah, a lot of us did, but I was just like blown away that like I was getting nothing. I'm like, holy shit. I should have just ran to my Warlock. It would have been easier if I'm going to get nothing out of it, you know? So we get past Golgoroth, and we're going to the uh, the next jumping puzzle, the uh, Pistons. Um, and there's a there's a hidden chest there that you can get to, and there's a chance for an exotic drop out of this hidden chest. 
So we all get up there. We all open it. And, and, you know, it shows you in the bottom corner what people get. And it's just shards and and heavy ammo synthesis and glimmer. And that was it. I was like, all right, cool. Let's get to the sisters and quit. Get our checkpoint. I go back to the tower. And there's, there's something waiting for me at the postmaster. And I'm like, it's probably just a blue that I missed somewhere along the, you know, along the way. So I open it up. And it's an exotic. And I go, huh, it's an exotic. But the little, you know, you got the little icons. I didn't recognize it. I was like... I don't know what exotic this is, so I hover over it, and I about lost my shit because it was the Jade Rabbit. You squealed like a little girl. I did. I was like, oh, my God. You guys aren't going to believe this. It's a, I got a Jade Rabbit. And and then I think uh, Chops' reaction was like, uh, what the fuck? Like, how? <laughs> and so I dropped it at 310, so I was super happy about that. And, yeah, I got a Jade Rabbit, which I've been wanting for a long time. It's a it's a really nice one. I Probably the best scout rifle out there right now. Um yeah, I, I was blown away. Instantly, it, like, revitalized my Destiny, like, urge to play Destiny. Like, Division got very little attention once the Jade Rabbit dropped. I was like, oh, man, now I got to gotta get this thing. I want that Jade Rabbit <laughs> so bad. Yeah. So bad. So I was thinking I was unstoppable. I went right to Crucible, and I'm pulling, like, I'm pulling, like, 29 and 4, you know, KD of 8. I'm like, I'm like, man, this thing is sweet. I can't wait for Trials. And then Trials happened. <laughs> And I didn't. I didn't do trials with you. I did trials with Chris and Jazzy, and um, we didn't win a single match. Um, the doctrine is officially the new gun I want. <laughs> I love. Don't get me wrong. It's op. Yeah, I love the Jade Rabbit. I'm so happy I have it. But it, right now in trials, if you don't have a doctrine, you're at a disadvantage. Period. And that's kind of it's sad because. It, it shouldn't be that that overpowered but I feel like all a lot of auto rifles right now they, they made a tweak and I feel like a lot of the auto rifles are, are a little strong I feel like they I, feel, I think auto rifles are gonna get a nerf here again you think so yeah because I because even running as, with my hatchet or running with uh, the you're seeing a lot of supercell pop up now and they're just they're melting people but the the doctrine is insane. So, anyways, we got our asses kicked in trials, got nowhere, and but I, I had a lot of fun playing Crucible this uh, this past week with the Jade Rabbit. Um, it's un it, that that gun's OP as well when I can sit across an entire map with no scope and snipe people with it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really it's ridiculous. Good. Yeah, and being able to you know put put some shots into people's chests so that way my next precision shot deals extra damage. It's it's a it's a treat. I hate you. Yeah. Oh, did I mention that it? Uh, I don't care. Don't talk it, to me. It returns bullets to, to the clip. I don't want to talk oh, yeah. to you. I did. Then I, I don't yeah. want to talk it's to you. It's a great gun. You're a piece of shit. This has got a little bunny rabbit on it too. I hate you. Um, but yeah, so that I've been playing some Destiny. I also played um, some Pokemon tournament. Um, with well, I played Pokemon tournament with Phantom Joe. He Ooh. came and came over. We played, and I also played some with uh, Pokey L and our producer Ethan. They kind of watched. They didn't really play, but nonetheless, I did play. Uh, the game's a ton of fun. Uh, as 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 Ethan, I'm sure can contest. It's a pretty looking Pokemon game. It looks very nice. Yes. So <laughs> how did how did Gengar look for you? Was it like everything you could hope for? Gengar looked spooky, and that's how Gengar should look. You didn't get to see his uh, super though, his mega. No, because you were playing with losers like Lucario and Chandler. <laughs> I played a Chandelure because your fiancé wanted me to. One, I also love Chandelure. <laughs> okay. But, yes, Chandelure is, like, her favorite. Yeah. So, there you go. 
wasn't my choice. Just if if Pokiel's listening to this, you you just called her out for her choice. She is going to be listening, and I will get beat up for it. <laughs> Good, that's what I want to hear. Chandelure. So yeah, we played some of that, and um, I played some division. So I hit uh, level thirty cap. I'm uh, level twenty two in the dark zone, and I was just helping my wife get to the end game. Uh, we beat we beat the game. We got the the end story until more DLC comes out, and uh, it felt pretty satisfying. I, I have to say the the story content was was good, and um, now we're just kind of running around doing all the side missions and picking up all the random, you know, um, materials to try to complete the 100% uh, trophy. So, yeah, that game's a lot of fun. I feel like some of us, once we hit in-game, though, if, if you're not, if you're already grinding in Destiny, you're already spending all this time grinding in a game, like Jazzy dropped off of this game. And I don't blame him because when... When you hit the end game, the only thing that's left to do is go hang out in the dark zone. And if you don't like the functionality, the mechanics of the dark zone, this game gets real boring real fast. And uh, we'll we'll have to see in April when the update comes out if that helps or not. I'm still enjoying it. I know Button Master Caleb is in love with this game, but uh, I can see for some people when they finish the story, they just don't really have a ton of urge to keep playing. But we'll see. That's what I've been playing. Guys, let us know what you've been what you've been playing on BXAB Gaming Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, wherever it is that you hang out. Chime in. Let us know what games you've been playing lately, and uh, you can always talk with us at at uh, bxab.com. So check out the website, guys. All right. Well, I think it's time for some news. Here we go. It's time to take a look at those gaming headlines here on Bit by Eight Bit. All right, so first up, we just want to remind everybody that this is episode 98, which means we are two weeks away from the big episode 100 of the BXAP podcast. Woo! Can I get another one of those? Woo! Hallelujah! Amen. <laughs> All right. So, guys, stay tuned. We're going to be uh, posting a lot about this, and we have a lot of cool contests, giveaways, things like that that are going to be happening in a couple weeks. Uh, one thing I will tell you, make sure you are following, liking, hearting, whatever the hell button it is on these social media spot sites. Make sure that you are following us, you are subscribed to us, um, because that is going to be the initial entry so that you can get in on these contests and get Do some it. of these the sweet swag, uh, like we've been naming off Wolf Link Amiibo, Legend of Zelda, Twilight Princess HD, Street Fighter Five, things like you know things like that that we're going to be having all sorts of cool stuff around. So make sure you are paying attention, and we'll be doing it all week long in celebration of episode 100. That's right. And before we get to episode 100. You should probably go back and listen to some of the old episodes. See what we did, what we talked about. Recently, we did NES Madness on the retro show. On Legend of Retro last Thursday. So you should check that out. That was a lot of fun. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, so I've had a few people that have come up to me that listen to the show locally, and they're like, you know, I only subscribe to BXAP Podcast. I didn't know you had a second show. And for those people, I call them a f- the fools. Foolish! Right. But I want to remind you guys that when you go to iTunes, when you go to Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, any of those places that you listen to us, we're, there's two separate shows. We didn't want to blend it into one show because that'd be super confusing. So make sure that you are subscribed to BXAB Podcast 
on Tuesdays. Subscribe. And make sure you're subscribed to The Legend of Retro on Thursdays. Subscribe. Subscribe. And you can find them both at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, and BXAP.com. Subscribe. That's right. Thank you. Weird, weird ghostly voices. Um, it's yeah. the ghostly powers of the podcast, obviously. And definitely check out NES Madness. Completely an original name that we came up with. All on our own. All on our own. We're adults. Off the top of our heads. Um, because we picked the best NES game of all time. That's basically it. And yeah. it, it, took, uh, it took arguments and heartbreak and friendships ruined for us to whittle down the field of 32 NES games all the way to what was the best of all time. And I know there's still tension in the room. Uh, we haven't quite you know, made it a week later. You know, what are we, five, five days later? And there's, we're still not easy around each other because no, there I'm were over arguments. It. I'm over it. I already forgot what one won. Yeah, I just don't like you guys anymore. That's all. Oh. Friendships are over, friendships but I'm over. over. But I'm over. It. Oh, I was okay, but I guess they're not. Listen so. to friendships die on last week's episode of the Legend of Retro. All right, so let's get into some real news now, guys. Um, last week we had, or over the last week here, we've had a lot of cool announcements. We're gonna get started with the games with gold for Xbox. So, Wait, the, are people still play on that? Yeah, people still play on it. Oh, weird. I think there's like five or six of them. Oh, that's, that's a good It's a cute, it's a cute group. They got 20 million systems sold. That's eight more than the Wii U. Eight million more. That's not something they should really look as a benchmark well, for. Well, that's why they don't announce how many systems they've <laughs> sold anymore, because they're like, ooh, we're looking too Nintendo-ish. Ooh. All right, well, we're trying not to be PlayStation fanboys here, so let's go with, are. let's give some love to Xbox, because they do have a really good April release, and that is um, on the Xbox 360, this this um, coming up month of April, you're getting Dead Space, uh, and you are also getting Saints Row 4, is it? Yeah, on the 360. Yeah, on the 360, um, which is so that's so again two solid games, and then you're also getting for the Xbox One my favorite game currently on the Xbox One, Sunset Overdrive. Guys, this game is fantastic. I think they still try to charge about thirty dollars for this game uh, when they're not giving it away for free. If you have not played this game by Insomniac, you need to go check it out. These are the guys that. Uh, that uh, was in charge of, oh my god, my mind just went blank. Resistance, maybe, I think is the the games that they were making before this. I'm gonna Fall of to, Man? I'm going to have to come back for that. I'll have to just call it Fall of Man. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, Sunset Overdrive. Um, it, it's a mix of Tony Hawk with third-person shooter action, and I, 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 it reminds me a lot of Jets, uh, Jet Set Grind Radio. Um. A lot of fun, all cell shaded, and basically the storyline takes place of like you're in this city, you're a nobody. Uh, there's the the company like Red Bull, basically an energy drink company, releases this new drink, but because their hometown gets it first, they throw this big party. Everybody's drinking it. They turn into these giant, like mutated creatures, and you and a few people are the only people left in this city that's been quarantined, and you're trying to basically get out of it. Uh, it's very open world, Assassin's Creed-ish, you know, style, open world, and uh, a lot of fun. Uh, it definitely my favorite game on the Xbox One right now. You also get uh, Wolves Among Us. Which is a fantastic Telltale game. Um, if you follow the graphic novel or if you like Telltale from The um, the Walking Dead or any of the other, uh, like, Borderlands stuff they've done, 
This game is phenomenal. I actually haven't played this game, but this is one of those games that my wife played, and I sat and just watched it all because it basically plays out like a comic book, like you know, like a short little movie, and it's super cool because it's basically like real world, but all of like your little fantasy characters have had to kind of like take the form of humans and and take normal jobs. So like the big bad wolf is the sheriff, and uh, and, and all these cool little just. Uh, fairy tale like lines that are tied into now a real world setting and um, some murdering starts happening and you gotta you gotta solve the crime murder yeah so that's a very cool game too so again good it's a good uh, a good month for for games with gold I uh, see I would say normally it looks like games with gold is putting out bigger better quality titles for the free games now i'm sure it's a marketing ploy to say hey look at this is something we're doing better than sony but still if you're an xbox owner or if you like what they're doing that could be your your sway to put you on the system knowing that you're going to get uh you know bigger name titles fuller games for free yeah, I mean, definitely. There's a big, there's a lot of uh, articles popping up as to what's wrong with PlayStation Plus, and it's mainly, be, you know, people saying, "Hey, um, why aren't we getting any games that are worth a damn?" And I disagree with that to a point. I think, uh, I think we are getting some really cool games. But yeah, it is. It does feel right now like it's a hundred percent indie games. Well, and and I'm okay with that because. They want to push that market, you know. They want people to be able to play these games and like give these developers a voice and, and an opportunity to reach out to others. I w- I would be kind of upset if I had bought a new game and then they had just released it on PlayStation Plus. I spent sixty dollars and then oh no, now it's free on PlayStation Plus. I'd be kind of pissed off about that. Yeah, I feel like for 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 me at least, I'll speak only for myself. Is that if a game like Sunset Overdrive comes out, I'm gonna buy it when it comes out because I'm excited about it. Yeah. Sunset Overdrive has been out almost for a year now, so that people that are getting it for free, that's great for you. But it's been out over a year. Hasn't yeah, it? yeah, you're right. It has been out over it's been a year since the launch of the system. Didn't you get no, Sunset wasn't launch? It was no, a little, but it was you bought launch. a Sunset Drive. I did. Xbox. Man, my Xbox is a Sunset Drive Xbox. But the the thing about this game is that like like there will be people that will enjoy this as a free game. I've already enjoyed this game. Would I rather have an indie game that like I've I never thought about buying? So that's new to me versus revisiting a game that I've already beaten. Yeah. That's how I look at it uh, with PlayStation Plus. Yes, I'm not getting these AAA titles, but you're not going to get a AAA title until it's old. Yeah. And for me, I generally play these games before they're old uh, unless I don't care about the game at all. Like, example, Saints Row 4. A lot of people have had fun with this game. It's just not... I just don't have an interest in playing it. So... Even now, if I'm getting it, I'm probably not, still not going to play it. So I don't know. I, it's, it's weird. I, I don't know where the perfect balance is for people, but I think each side can say, "Hey, good job, Xbox. You're giving away big games." But at the same time, I can say, "Good job, PlayStation," because you're giving away games that I would have otherwise never visited mm-hmm. and enjoyed. So I know for me, because normally I play games after the price has dropped or way after the the fact i would love to get a sunset overdrive like two years after the release for free a game that i you know didn't want to spend sixty dollars on because i didn't want to make that financial you know commitment to it but always look kind of cool there's a lot of games that are you know they're doing that with on xbox now i love your point about you know these are you know bro force would i have ever brought bought bro force i don't Pro- think any of us would have probably not but is it amazing oh yeah absolutely 
Uh, and so it'd be nice if maybe twice a year PlayStation gave us one of the big name titles, you know, so you, you get those in there. You feel like you're getting a little more value out of the, the PlayStation Plus membership. But in general, I would still like to see a little a heavier balance and, on the indie. And they do do they do that. They, they, they do. They, they, they do do that. Um, they they release some bigger titles throughout the year, and Broforce also was one that people voted on. Yeah, well, yeah that yeah. was really cool. You know, and that was neat. That was a cool thing that That's they the did. Second with time it. they've done that. Yeah, so it's not just the indie games and or lack of big titles, but there's a little bit more, I think, interaction and a little bit more uniqueness to their releases. Not that that I'm shitting on Xbox more than I already do, but I don't need. Yeah. To, I don't want to like. If PlayStation were to release old PS3 games, I'd just be upset. I was like, I don't. I'd rather have new indie games. With that being said, we're going to roll right into this. And uh, PlayStation Plus has a leak that kind of happened by accident, and we have officially confirmed from a PlayStation representative that Dead Star will indeed join PlayStation Plus lineup in April 2016. Woo-hoo. So Dead Star, <clears throat> um, which is made by um, the same company. Uh, my my notes here are all j- just jacked up, but oh here it is, Armature. If you don't recognize their the company, they are helping with Recore, making Recore for the oh, Xbox. Oh really? Um, so that's kind of they're they're working with the Mega Man creator, and um, that so that's pretty cool side project. But they made this game, and um, from the most part, it sounds like a Super Stardust type game. Um, except spaceships being flown around, uh, a, graphically a little more. I don't know, a little more, a little more graphically. I don't know what the so, word. So, so I did a little research on this yeah. game today, and it's it's a top-down space shooter, similar to like a Stardust, similar to like a Geometry Wars, mm-hmm. um, where they they are ten versus ten online matchups. Where there are thousands of buildouts you can have for your spaceship, and you're space battling with other people, and you're playing through maps, and uh, it looks like it's a really cool multiplayer experience. One area that maybe I'm a little bit bummed about is we just got a space shooter with Galaxy for the March games. So this looks like a very different kind of space shooter, but it still seemed back to back months. Um, but a big positive is similar to last July when a game called Rocket League was brand new release and free the month it came out new. That's the same situation that's happening here with De- uh, Dead Star. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening here. And the reason they know this is because uh, somebody actually went and bought this game because there's a, there's a lot of hype about this game coming up. So someone went and pre-ordered it on the PS Store and then they got refunded their entire amount. And were given a free Dead Star theme, and they weren't sure why. So when they dug into it more to find out that, oh, that's because you're going to get this game for free when it comes that's out. That's kind of neat. So I like um, that. Yeah, a lot of people are. Uh, a lot of people are assuming that it's like a few years or a few months back in January, PlayStation Plus was having issues with releasing the coming months uh, information or sorry December for January and that's because they were working with you know they got to work with these developers to make the agreement to get the game for free yeah I'm sure there's something amount that they pay them right. to do that so um, you know they at the time they were trying to make a deal for Dishonored so you make it you know and so this is a lot of people are projecting that the same thing happened here where you know we're only in the what second week uh, or, or we're in the no not the second week I'm sorry we're in last the last week of March, week of March and um, we still don't have a confirmation where generally 
this is what I meant to say. Generally, you, we get some of that leaked information the second week of the month. Right. And we're in the last week of the month. So um, some people are projecting not only are we getting Dead Star, but we might be getting another big title uh, that they haven't announced yet. Because we, we don't have any of the other release information of PS Plus for April uh, as far as that's, that's out there right now. Uh, there's some rumors about it, but right now the only thing that they have confirmed is the Dead Star. Well, then we shall wait and see. Yeah, so, but I'm excited for Dead Star, that's for sure. Yeah, I'll play it. What do we have up next? Well, there's been news that Sony will be officially announcing their PlayStation 4.5 4K system before they release the VR in October. Yeah, and I think uh, they've also come out, a lot of people are starting to call it the PlayStation 4K. Yeah. Um, so it makes sense because... They're going to have to. If they come out and they announce that it has a dedicated graphics card, the VR is going to run better on it. Oh, yeah, a ton better. So... Now, if it better have more space on the hard drive. I think it'll come standard with at least the, the t- one, t- one terabyte. Think so? Uh, yeah, I think I don't think you'll even be able to get it in a 500 gig. Especially if it's a 4K capable machine, and then all of a sudden you're going to start selling 4K content. It's going to be your more store. space, yeah. Yeah, you're going to need more space. So I think you at least have a one terabyte come standard in it. I'm scared of the price point of this machine. Yeah, because with the fact that VR bundles five hundred dollars, and then you have a system that's probably going to be five hundred, six hundred dollars. Yeah, you're looking at twelve hundred dollars for an entertainment system. It's going to be nuts. And guys, also if you're listening to this in the morning. Um, Today on Amazon, if you were looking to try to pre-order a VR headset, but you didn't want the bundle or you missed the bundle, today is when they launch the just the headset. So if you're looking oh, cool. to pre-order just the headset, you didn't want all the other stuff, Amazon today. How much? Uh, three ninety nine. Okay. Yeah, four hundred bucks. But it just comes with a headset, so you would need the camera. You would need two uh, two motion wands. wands. And uh, you know, and then obviously you're, it's up to you for games. But uh, yeah, so th- if they announcing it before VR makes total sense because I think this move is not just for 4K, but it's also because you're about to launch a uh, a device that requires more power. Yep. And it'll be interesting to see what they do for t- to support the people that have the original system. Yeah. I almost feel like you need to have some sort of trade-in program or something. Um, that's what I was going to say. There better be some reward, because I wouldn't mind trading in my Destiny system for a bigger hard drive, more powerful system. Yeah, and I don't mean like, obviously, guys, we get it. We could go to GameStop and trade it in. I mean, like, Sony should take care of us. No, like, yeah, there should be a credit Sony, from Sony. Sony should be, should offer a program. Yeah. You know, um, not, not just assume that we're all going to upgrade to a new system so yeah, that we can ridiculous. use their equipment. All right, what else do we have? Let's get Jay angry. Chops, let's go take a little break and let Jay yell for the next 10 minutes. Ooh, that's a good idea. Let's watch Jay's feelings get crushed. Let's watch Jay's world come crashing down in frustration. Can Can I let you handle all this so I can sit back and watch it? I will. I'll provoke him. Oh, good. Thank you. Poke the bear. Poke so, the bear. Jay, how good is it to have your favorite game series released in another part of the world, but not in North America? <laughs> and have them come out with a special edition system just for that game. Fuck you, Chops. <laughs> Fuck you, okay? You we were okay until it. you brought that point up. <laughs> we were just fucking dandy until you brought that point up. Ethan was tippy-toeing on the fence, and you just no, fucking jumped over. I had jumped to jump in. Over. I had to jump in. 
Um, I have I have a prepared statement about this actually, and it goes a little something like this. Uh, Middle fingers in the air. Yeah, <laughs> birds up. Let me let me read this. Let me read this title to you that I found that basically sums up my my belief here. Japan gets Fantasy Star Online Two for the PS4, releasing in April of 2016, and you get nothing. That's that's what it's titled. That's 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 typical. Yeah. So um, that's right. They finally this game that's been out for four years is coming to the PS4 in Japan only. It's uh, they're even getting a PS Vita version of it. What? Yeah, there's a PS Vita version of this game. Okay. They have two uh, custom PS4 systems that are be coming out with it with special like uh, designs on them that you showed me. Yeah. And they look really cool. Yeah, they're they look like a masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Ethan. Cooler than the Darth Vader one. It was cooler than the Darth Vader one. You're <laughs> right. You know, it was especially cooler because it came with the game. <laughs> Ah, man, I'm about to walk out of this bitch for real. Um, <laughs> We're not making it to. I'm trying to make a boys. point here. I'm trying to make a point here yes, yes, that, yes. that this game, which four years ago Sega uh, made a promise, a promise. Did they make a promise? They did. Was it a promise? It was a promise. Was it a promise for real? Did you hear a promise, or did they say a they promise? said it with their fucking mouths? Okay. <laughs> they made a promise <laughs> that they were bringing this game to the Western Hemisphere. Oh, not just like West Japan. No. Okay. So, <laughs> this for- is a promise from the people that brought you the Sega Saturn, yeah. the 32X, the Sega CD. All stellar systems. I don't know what you're talking about, but nonetheless, they made this promise. The last 30 Sonic games. We we've yet to see we've yet to hear anything. Even even a hey, guess what? We're not bringing it to you. They haven't even done that. Like it's still up in the air like, yeah, we're going to we're going to bring it over here by yeah, the time they're, they're jerking wait, you around. Wait, by wait. the time you guys get it, we're going to shut the servers down, but jer- you'll get they're it. They're jerking it, you around. Important fact. Here's what could happen. I want to get Jay's hopes up again. Sega loves to say, it's available today. So maybe at E3, they'll be like, hey, guess what? Fantasy Star in the United States is available today. All the stores have the systems now. Oh, wait, they just sold out. My bad. I mean, let's be honest. If Sega did that at E3, I'd actually be happy. But I don't, it won't happen. And here's why. They gave it to South Asia. They gave it to... Oh, God, I forgot in another area. This, this game exists outside of Japan. There's probably bears playing it in Including Russia. Including an all-English version that's not here in, in America. Oh, it's South America. It's like Brazil or something. Yeah, yeah, they have it. So... Why? Why do you like have a English version? You don't even have to do anything besides just set some servers up and say, "Cool, here is the the North American server. Here's the game." Instead, people are downloading the Japanese version, hacking their IPs with VPN, and then ha- shooting themselves all the way across the world to Japan. And there's a English server that they've taken over. Like, there's literally a server that has a translation like program in it, so that you can figure out what the fuck to do. You allow that to happen, yet you don't just put the game over here and make money. This is how I feel about the Metal Gear play, uh, system. This, Yeah, this is exactly that. There's this is no exactly reason that. why a Metal Gear Special Edition system shouldn't be released in America. Charles, did you even play that game? Two hours. But that's the besides <laughs> the point. But you would be playing a shit ton of Destiny on oh, your Metal Gear system. Oh, hell yeah, I would. That Metal Gear system would be on display. I would have that Metal Gear system balanced on the Metal Gear arm I got from the Special Edition. That's right. Or it would be jerking me off all the time. You shared this article with me, and 
I actually went and found... No, 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 no. I, I said, Jay, do you want to be upset? Yeah, I warned you, you. You did. I gave you the option. You didn't warn me. I gave you the option you, of, you of, of quitting out. You pushed me into it. No, 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 no. I, you no, smiled, you smiled as you did that. Here's what I did. You're a rabbit in a forest, and I threw out a treat next to a box with a with a, <laughs> with a a full of spikes. Yes. It's basically a Iron Maiden. And I said, you know, there's more treats in that box, though. Yeah. So then... I, I said, listen, if there's that much going on about this game, there's got to be some more news that we're missing. So I went and... I, uh, see, that's you, your own fault. You sat there that's staring... You both sat there staring at me as I, like, fumed and, and searched for this, and I found an article. And it said that the the English version that's in another continent, they just, op- they just stopped the IP block. Anybody can use it. It was an update. I was like, oh, man, here it is. And then right underneath the update was another update, update saying, two. We, ju- <laughs> we don't know why, but they put the IV block back on. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, how many ups and downs am I going to have of this emotional roller coaster? All I want is a new fantasy star. Watching, Even if it's four years old, I still want it right now. Watching Jay read this was like watching Hope die. Yeah, like, it was. Help, we get, it like, was. yeah, the IP block is, they pulled it down, and it's like, <sighs> <laughs> The IP block is returned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I have no faith in Sega anymore. They're they're crushing my. Are dreams. you denouncing Sega? No, no, I won't denounce Sega. But uh, Fantasy Star, it's starting to get, Listen, it's starting you, to become dead you, to me. You may not have to look forward to Fantasy Star, but you got that great new Sonic game that's coming out on the 3DS. No, no, no. Sonic it gets, Boom. It gets even Fire better. Nice. It's even better. Don't worry, because of course, um, the Sonic Boom company has no official plans to bring the new port to Western Shores, and it still has yet to make good on the four-year-old promise to localize the PC version, despite the fact that there's an English-language version that has been available in the Southeast Asia since 2014. But hey, at least we're getting the anime. You guys are hyped about the anime, right? Yeah, of the Fantasy Star anime. Fuck the anime. I don't even care. I don't even like anime. Like, the only anime I've ever liked is Pokemon, and that's the most, like, Western anime there is. <sighs> Man, I did debate about this. If I get a 4K system and it's just plain black, maybe seeing if I could import just the plate of the Fantasy Star artwork because it's only on the hard drive plate side that's removable. So yeah, I fake thought, it till you make it. I thought maybe I would just hack, like, just, you know, half-ass my system to at least kind of look no, like No, but then you'd be reminded that you don't oh, have the I game. I had a great idea. Let's take it to the mall and get it airbrushed. There's always that guy that airbrushed anything into anything yeah. for, like, 20 bucks. Airbrush your system. As long as it says, fuck Sega. <laughs> Sega, oh, fuck you. Thanks for yeah, I'll, I'll spray that. Whatever you want. You want your face? You want a, you want a picture of your dead mom? What do you want on there? Oh, fantasy stars. I don't know about that, but I'll spray it on there for you. <laughs> Thanks for adding that to the news. That was not news. <laughs> it was news. No, that it was, was not, news no. for your life. It was not, no, it was very not news. Next up, let's move on. Battleborn Beta, open beta, has been announced from April 8th to April 18th, and I have some details for us. And the 8th is for PS4 users. PC and Xbox One, I want to say, is the 10th? No. Hmm. I was waiting. Uh, 7th. No. 14th. You actually might be right there. Oh, well, I didn't want to get right. I want to yeah, keep guessing. My page is still loading. Here we go. So, uh, 13th. Ha, Damn, good. You're wrong. 12th. No, you're done. <laughs> April 8th is the start for the PS4. April 13th is the start for the uh, PS4, PC, and Xbox One. And then the closeout for everybody is April 18th. Um, 
As a thank you to the PS4 players who participate in the open beta, they will receive the first Battleborn DLC Pack 1 and instant access to Alani upon release. In addition, PS4 players will have access to the Battleborn hero Toby during the open beta. So, a little so I don't get anything from the first beta that I played on? No, you don't get anything. Oh, okay, um, next up, the, the preload dates, just so everybody can get ahead of the game. If you are playing on the PS4, then you can start... Or sorry, all, all, the, all the preload. You can preload them all... April 6th. So April 6th is when you get the game all loaded up, so that way on 8th you can just turn it on and play it. Jay, um, what's Battleborn? I'm, gonna, I'm getting there, man. I'm getting there. But first I want to go over this. PS4, you make sure you have 8.5 gigabytes of si- uh, space. The PC, you need 12 gigs. And Xbox One, you need 11 gigs. Just make sure you have that space because not that it's huge, but, but it's, a, need it's it. a decent chunk. Um, <clears throat> so what is Battleborn? Basically, you're, there's a solo and a co-op mode with up to six players. Uh, to for in two full story mode episodes, this is what you're getting. This is what you're getting. This open beta. Um, so it looks what they've they've done first the beta that you played, which was just multiplayer, I believe. Am I correct? No. Oh, you did have you did have it campaign. Was, it was campaign, but there wasn't story really a, a story to it. Okay. Well, this last trailer that I saw, and the, and according to what I've read here, um, they've they've looks like they have a whole story aspect to this game. Oh, yeah. I couldn't even join a multiplayer match. It wouldn't what let it me. takes place is you have this group of, of characters that... Badasses, right? Badasses that generally fight each other. They, you know, they're always fighting each other trying to just, like, you know, get a get an item or, get, or take over this land or, or whatever. And a new, like, bad guy comes into town. He's got these crazy-looking, like, I don't know, dark forces, powers, and the tra- the new trailer basically makes you realize that all these guys that usually fight each other are going to come together and they're going to fight the greater evil. Why am I excited to play this game? Uh, by, it's cre- it's created by the, the uh, creators of Borderlands. It's Gearbox. It's Gearbox, Gearbox software. Yes. It's Gearbox, and I love Borderlands. So I've been a little sketchy because, again, Shops played the the beta at PAX, uh, and you know, I got kind of unexcited about this for a while, especially because it looks sort of similar to Overwatch, which I think kind of looks better. But now that I'm going to be able to play the beta for free, I am absolutely hyped to play the beta. Yeah, and this new beta is pretty cool because it, it does give you the experience of the natural progression of uh, yeah the natural progression of Battleborn, including two story mode episodes, two competitive multiplayer modes, twenty five heroes. Uh, some instantly available and some you'll unlock as you progress. And as you play, you'll rank up on three different progression uh, systems. So uh, they're going to give you more uh, a full look at what this game is capable of. Well, we'll see what they changed since the first one. Yeah, hopefully a lot because the first one got blasted pretty hard. Yeah. So we'll see. What up? Uh, we got uh, fake NX controllers up next. I bet you you like to hear you that. You were pretty oh, upset. Phew. You were pretty upset when we looked at this. Listen, if you guys haven't seen these images, we shared them on our Facebook page. If that was the controller, I wasn't buying an NX. I was done. I was literally done. All the things I said about, hey, port over, port over pocket tournament and all this shit. No. Just die. Okay? Just die and go away. Thank God it was fake. And um, the reason we figured this was out was, was because the people that made it came out and actually said that it was fake and then showed a video of how they 3D printed these fake 
<laughs> these oh, fake wow. products. So yeah, it's uh, it's a aren't pre- they assholes? It's a pretty cool video wow. though to see what the, how, what they did with a three D printer and then Photoshop basically is what those are the you know the two tools they used. Um, and we we posted that on again on our Facebook page BXAB Gaming. Make sure to check that out. All that basically means is that you can take a deep breath. Those aren't the controllers, which means it may still have buttons. Thank God. Because what it was is it was a it was two analog sticks sticking out of sort of a rhombus shaped touchscreen, or maybe maybe you call it more of a diamond or parallelogram. Or it whatever. was like a it diamond. Wasn't a regular, yeah, I it call was it a weird. elongated diamond with two analog sticks sticking out of it, and I was like, nope, not playing with that. No, it it looked terrible. It looked terrible. So, so, um, so we're lucky if we yeah we're lucky if it doesn't actually come out looking like that. Now there's a there's a game coming out that we got all got pretty hyped about when we watched the trailer. It's for fans of Castlevania, fans of all things spooky, and fans of brutal metal. Go ahead, Ethan, continue. It's called Slain. And who does the music? The guitarist for Celtic Frost. That's like the the brother band of Celtic Woman, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like Celtic men, and they sing, and... It's beautiful. No, it's nothing like that. Oh, they're, okay. they're a brutal, uh, I believe, black metal band, and so basically it, it looks like it's the grandchild of Castlevania. It's styled in like a, we'll call it in-between 8 and 16-bit art style. Uh, the music is all heavy metal inspired, and the gameplay looks like Castlevania. Now, I don't know if it's maze-based, like the Metroidvania-style Castlevania games, or if it's more like a uh, you know Super Castlevania or original Castlevania where you go level by level. Uh, but they made it sound like there were several towers that you would conquer where you're killing werewolves and fighting goblins, and it looks super badass and awesome. And it is available now on Steam and available in June on mm. PS4. So, <coughs> and Wii U. Yeah, since you um, wanted to bring up Fantasy Star 2, I'm going to let you know that I did some research on Slain, and uh, reviews came out today for oh. the game. Oh. Uh, it got one and a half to two stars tops. Ooh. You know I like things that suck. No, they said it was gorgeous. <laughs> they said it was beautiful. They yeah. said it was fantastic. The reason they got two stars is because the mechanics and the bugs that are still in this game are so bad that it'll make you not want to keep playing the game. Ooh. Is basically what I read. So I was so super probably bummed. Fix it by June. I was super bummed because I'm. I did think this game looked great. It's you know in the style of Metroid, which is one of my favorites, if not my favorite. But um, it's, I'm super bummed because it seems like Steam always gets this. They get the unfinished game, and this game is not considered alpha access or early. It's not considered one of the early access games. Um, so people paid money for this, expecting a finished game, so that's why it's kind of getting beat up right now. Now, if it's still going to come out in June on the PS4 and stuff like that, yeah, I really hope that by then they've patched it up and then we'll have a great game because, again, from the visual aspect and the, the, just the artwork of the game, people are praising it, saying it's, it's gorgeous and that, that they're fighting through the game just so they can get to that next you know epic boss battle and stuff like that. So, yeah, I really hope that they clean it up. But right now, it just doesn't look great. Like, I was going to actually play it on Steam because I didn't want to wait till June, but it looks like I'll probably wait till June now. That's a good idea. Yeah. So, what's up? What are we got next? 
Next up, we are talking about a new RPG from Square Enix. That's right. I am Setsuna. It is a Chrono Trigger JRPG inspired game. It's kind of a homage to Chrono Trigger. It's a new game coming out for the PS4 this year, later this year. They haven't released a solid date out for it yet, but it is a turn based. You have battle system or battle time system uh, meter. When you're fighting enemies and it's an RPG, the story is really compelling. Um, but they did something different with this. So you basically have some characters that can learn abilities, and they call them tech. And you're able to learn different tech based on a crafting system that basically overlays the whole game. But you get your 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 items to craft with based on how you kill enemies. Hmm. So instead of killing an enemy and then you get something that may drop or may not drop from them, it's all about the execution. So if you kill wolf enemy with lightning, you get lightning crafting materials. If you kill wolf enemy with time attacks, you get time crafting materials. So you also get them if you if you almost kill him or if you overkill right, him. Right, there's or different you, level yeah. of uh, items you get. So if you kill him just barely, you get a level lower level as if you were like an overkill, which you would get multiples or a higher level gear. Um, and the way that this works too is like when you combine tech from the different characters, then you can have multiple chances of receiving multiple different crafting items. So that makes it really playable as far as replayability because when you get through it once, it, as from what I've read, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to beat the game because you kind of have to play the same guys over and over using different skills every time to really get all the stuff you want. Well, no. Well, I don't know if you... Did you mention this too, though, that you can kill you can kill a boss more than once? No, I didn't mention that yet. Okay, yeah. So, like, you can go in and you can technically triple kill a boss. And so the example they give you is, uh, you know, the, the, the cool things about the system, the first is that one monster can be killed several ways at once. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. what, yeah, that's with, like, the different attacks. Yeah, let's say, let's say you cast a poison on an enemy and then you kill it with a uh, boosted Delta Force triple tech. Yeah. That would grant you the debuff drop, the ice drop, and lightning drop uh, all... All at the same time, right? Right. So yeah, if you so, well, but you don't have those you, in the beginning though. It's like those are really powerful techs. So as you level up, and you'll want to go back and play against those guys and right. beat them with the higher level stuff. Yeah, but it just it gives you that like beyond just beating this guy. Now right. you're thinking about how to beat the strategy this guy. to it changes. Yeah. So oh, that's it, cool. it looks really neat, and the graphics look really gorgeous on it. It's a 3D, 16, 32 bit kind of game. Um, I'm just super excited for it. Real quick, just because this game reminded me, I just want to shout out that I've, I started playing Chrono Trigger on my DS. Oh, yeah? And uh, so now that I'm playing Chrono Trigger, reading about this game, it gets me excited that when I finish Chrono Trigger, I'll have something uh, to uh, keep playing uh, after that. So, But uh, I had to call it out because I didn't want any of our listeners, <laughs> Sandra, um, to you know possibly get upset that, that I didn't talk about it. And how far are you in it? Uh, I've played a I actually hit a save point finally, so I didn't have the whole wipe like I don't know if you okay. guys heard about yep. this, but I played and died and then didn't get to a save point, so had to start all over again. But um, so basically the the princess that that uh, escaped from the castle or whatever and then gets gets teleported away and then I follow her and then I'm in this crazy land and I travel I got to like the first like where my save functionality finally works now is where I'm at. So not super far, but Far enough where I'm interested to what the hell's going on. Right. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, 
I they don't have a solid date for this game yet. No, it just says later this year. Later this year, though, is what they're saying. I'm hoping it's not and, too much later. And they are it, it, they it kind of looks like a Chrono Trigger art style, but it's but it's like uh, updated, right? Obviously, so uh, looks really cool. But what do we got next? All right, some images have been released and some uh, video of some teasers for uh, first Pokemon Go uh, screenshots and footage. Yeah, so um, we got to see some of the some of the screenshots, and uh, it instantly makes you realize how ridiculous the commercial was. Yeah, uh, it, it <laughs> lied to all of us as we should have known. This, it did. this game is not anything like the commercial. Well, I mean, come on, what did you? What did I you didn't really know. Expect? I didn't expect it to be groundbreaking. Did like you they expect were. there to be hologram Pokemon that you had to find places? Hey, Jumps, shut up. I'm living in a fantasy world. <laughs> I don't want to leave. Some interesting things have popped out from like uh, Google in San Francisco, actually, that uh, has been throwing out some uh, screenshots is how you're going to find certain Pokemon um, like, uh, you know, uh, Magikarp and uh, Squirtle and things like that are going to be by water where they're saying like Sandshrew and Rhydon may show up at the uh, Sahara Desert. Um, so my question, yeah, right. Looking at his face worries me. My question is, I live in Michigan. So are you telling me that, that I'm literally going to have to travel, travel to get some of these Pokemon? Now here's the, here's the benefit Michiganders have. We have frozen tundras, lakes, grasslands, mountains, and deserts. The only problem, the whole state, the only problem with that is that you better hope the problem, you mean sand. Yeah. Well, <laughs> desert yeah. compared to our ideas. The yeah. only issue with that is you better hope the programmers recognize that Correct. and give you all of that because otherwise they're just going to say, oh, Michigan has water by them and, and grass. We're going to be able to catch Stantlers and yeah. Deerlings. Here's yeah, your Caterpie. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have the most garbage-ass Pokemon. <laughs> Garbodor is going to be well, in Detroit. Well, no, we got Detroit, yeah. So Garbodor, the, yeah. Muck, oh, Grimer. As long as it's poison Pokemon, because it's my favorite type. If yeah. we go to the salt mines, we'll find Zubat. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Man, that'd be awesome. There's a reason to get down those salt mines under Detroit. Yeah, so... Uh, so yeah, that got announced obviously by by them. There's a lot of it still under wraps because uh, Nintendo ties the um, uh, God the like um, beta, the beta that they're giving to some people in Japan. Somehow, and obviously Google here has it, but um, they're tying a iOS or Android account to the beta that they're giving to you. So that way, if you go and like just like spoil everything, they're gonna sue the shit out of you. Yeah. So. Um, you know, Nintendo will put their icy cold grasp around your neck. Yeah, so not a lot of info, but Nintendo Direct videos. He's gonna come to your house and break your knees with a bat, yeah. with a with a really long Wii. He'll have a, he'll have a guy dressed as Little Mac and just beats the shit out of you. <laughs> Little Mac, sick him. They did also <laughs> announce something cool though. Um, is that the device, the Pokemon device, the watch, the watch is going to come out shortly after the game launches, and it's gonna allow you to play the game without needing to look at your phone. I don't know exactly how that's all going to happen because it, from what I saw the device, there's no screen, so it's just going to like vibrate on your wrist when you're Voice buying Pokemon, commands. and yeah. you're just going to throw a ball out and then check later. Maybe it will start glowing and it'll say like, Pikachu, if you're near a Pikachu or something. I can't wear that then. I just can't do it. And then you face throw your arm. Man, and you don't want that no. going off letting you Well, know no, because he's going to have an iWatch, Apple iWatch on one arm and he's got the Poke Watch on the other. Yeah, can I just put that app on my on my Apple Watch? That'd be dope. 
That way, that way, I don't have to divide, buy the device. So pay an extra like five bucks, and I can put the, the, the just the app on. Probably my, not. Yeah, they, they they don't know how to make money. No, <laughs> they come up with one good idea and then twenty. No, no, bad Nintendo ideas. does know how to make money. It's from suing people. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The last time we looked that up, we were like, "Wow, I, Nintendo sued who?" Yeah, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so it's interesting to see that the uh, that what that device might be able to do, allowing people to play the game without having to be buried in their phone all the time. So. And and probably not killing your your phone battery. Yeah. So, but yeah, it looks. I mean, you know, obviously, I know Ethan, you were concerned about the microtransactions and like how much of this game are you really going to be able to play for free, or is it going to be that thing where it's like I can catch one Pokemon a day unless I give you three dollars a day to get more Pokeballs? Like, like what? Where is the catch going to be? We still don't know that. It's there somewhere. Though. Yeah. It's in the Pokeballs. I bet. Yeah, like example. Yeah, exactly. I feel you're like you're going to be buying Pokeballs, yeah. or you, you get, can only uh, get so many a day per day unless you pay money. I yeah. think. I think you know. I think gonna, that's what's going to be. Yeah, we'll see. But that'll be that'll be the question mark of how, like I'll play the game when it first comes out. At least try it. But it'll be the question mark of like how much time am I going to invest in this game? Right. Not that there's a mobile game I've invested a ton of time in. Like like you've played a couple that actually are real video games in my opinion, which are the uh, the door. The room. The room. The door. There's a door in the room. The window. Yeah. To the wall. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, mo- for most mobile games, they just there's not much actual video game gameplay. It's just, right. like, microtransactions mixed with, like, farming your corn. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, so we'll see. We've got some more info coming up. I'm sure we'll get maybe uh, a, re- a final release date and everything. Uh, maybe, maybe th- you know what? I think maybe we'll get something at PAX East at the end of April. I don't think they'll wait till E3. If you're going to run the NX at E3, if you're going to announce your system and everything, I just don't... I don't think they're going to announce anything at PAX East. I don't know. I feel like they might. If, they, if I were Nintendo, if they're beta I would testing wait already, E3. If they're beta testing already... Are they going to be at E3? Yeah. The, I mean, well, they'll be doing at least Nintendo Direct. Direct. I, yeah. think, I think that's what they're going to drop See, I in. think... I, I would think that they, if they're already doing beta and they want to release at PAX... Like, I wouldn't be afraid of packs because you're Nintendo. If you say Pokemon Go is going to be live in two weeks, the world will let will tell everybody else in the world. Like, it doesn't matter if you do it right now right. in your bathroom or you do it at E3. It won't matter because the word Pokemon's tied to it. So, um, I don't know. I'm hoping that something happens at the end of April here. We'll see. I don't know. They got Pokemon Sun and Moon also hype, so... There's a lot of hype around what their products right yeah. now. And I think, again, going into E3 with a dead system, about to launch your new system, I think your focus point needs to be 110% on the NX. Yeah, not Pokemon Go. Not Pokemon Go, exactly. All right. So, more Pokemon news. <laughs> Coming from me, as we remember, in early March, I participated in the Kanto Classic online Pokemon competition. And you won the whole thing. I won it all. I am the number one Pokemon trainer in the world. That's all we need to discuss of that. And we shall move on. Moving on. No, I uh, I got my ranking out of the uh, possible 50,000 players. So I don't know how many people actually signed up for this. What's just for the sake of me sounding like a good trainer? Let's say 50,000 people signed up. I'm okay with agreeing with that. Uh, my ranking was 12,516. Out of 13,000. <laughs> <laughs> Out of 13. Hey, that still means that I beat almost 500 other people. That's true. That's uh, pretty true. good. That's better than I did. You did so not I participate. Play, I, I think L did one battle. Uh, but I went 6 and 5, and I get to go download my Dragonite. Um, so, uh, you know, 
I was pretty pleased with the fact that uh, even even if not the fifty thousand people participate, let's say even twenty, I still feel like me winning one more battle than I lost and coming in uh, in the twelve thousands. I feel all right about that. I mean, I would assume you were middle of the pack. I would assume that uh, you know, with with like you said, that you had more wins and losses. Like I, that, I think. It's Pokemon. I think you probably had a big showing for that contest. I think that if you would have played more, you probably would have uh, made it into top 20, and then someone would have signed you for a Pokemon game, and your life would have been changed. Yeah, I would have been huge. I would have been up at Worlds, battling kids from Italy, and it would have been... Out of all that, though, there's two things it tells me. One is a question, and that is, would you do an event like this again? I'm already planning on entering the next one which is Flash Clash which is actually a one-on-one Pokemon you pick one Pokemon per battle and it's designed to be a speed battle you choose fast Pokemon and, and, and brawl it out cool and then number two if they're going to give you a rank, they should give you it out of whatever. Correct. It took me a long time to try and figure out out of how many, and I couldn't find couldn't find any info yeah. anywhere. So that's kind of a bummer. And, and I'm wondering if maybe one of one reason they don't is because maybe some of these events like, don't get a big turnout, so they don't want to like display that they didn't even get you know ten thousand people. What if I'm in last place? What if there were twelve thousand five hundred and sixty-one or whatever? What if I was in last place? Let's just pretend like that's not the case. You know somebody else. Okay, first of all, you just said that Pokey L played one match and lost. I think she lost her one battle. So then, technically, you shouldn't be last place. That's true. I'm in second. To <laughs> there you go. You're, you're right. You're the winner. You both winner is pulling you. up the rear. A winner is me. So that that was fun. I, I absolutely am gonna try to participate in the next one, and I'm I'm again excited to continue to get deeper into competitive Pokemon playing because I felt like this pushed me to be better at the game, and it's a game I love and I want to be better at. Similar to how Chops has been playing so much Destiny, trying to get better. With Destiny being brought up, we're going to hit our last topic here, guys. And that is, of course, the Destiny update that's going to change all of our lives and fix Destiny forever, and we're going to be happy, right? Bullshit. Yeah, probably. (laughs) You're probably right. (laughs) And it's only part one of what they're going to do. So, okay, yeah. So let's let's get started with this. They're going to announce every Wednesday more and more about this April update that's happening April 12th. We've only heard the first part of it, and that was a lot of the PvE, player versus environment. Um, what we know, here we go. We're just going to kind of bullet point this, and we can make some you know, some comments about it as we go. Uh, first part, we have a new light level. Uh, we are now going to be able to get up to 335 instead of 320. Yes. Um, you know, a lot of people not happy with that. They were hoping that it was going to be bigger. That and, But I've heard from previous people that are uh, streamers that this is the largest light level jump that we've had in comparison from the new system to the old system. True. So, no, it is. And, so, that's, and, that's, that's and I don't think you, if you're not like they've already planned out how much new gear is going to come so they know why it's 335. Yeah. You know if they were going to give us a whole fucking well, crazy and, amount of gear then yeah you'd have a higher light level. This is free. And it's free. Yes. Let's remember it's free. Yeah that's a big point. Free, free update. Returning to the prison. That's right. Prison of Elders is getting updated to be level 41 content, and basically it's going to have multiple modes, one of which is going to let you get to 320, guaranteed, and that's just your your Prison of Elders mode, you know, five, uh, five rounds, boss at the end type deal with the treasure chest at the bottom with no keys anymore. Yay! Um, so that's going to help you get to 320. Uh, then... Those keys were stupid. 
Like, these are so dumb. Uh, then after that, you get challenge mode or challenge prison or whatever. Yeah, you get it. It's 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 a challenge mode. Yeah, it's a challenge mode of the Prison of Elders. Was only three rounds, um, and basically you get a new scorecard from uh, Varkus. Varix. Yeah, Varix. Same thing. And basically, you have two scores. You have an individual score and a team score, and it's good for a week. Right. Sound familiar, guys? It's like the raid. It's like everything else. It resets every week. So the idea is, it's three rounds. Bosses each round, and you're and you get score. Basically, you're getting points. You're getting a score for how well you kill everything through these three rounds. Right. So you have an accumulative score of thirty thousand or three thousand or something like that. Thirty thousand for, for your the individual. for your individual score. And by individual, it's also based on it's all team playing. So you play in a team of three people when you do the Prison of Elders. So you have your individual score, but then you also have that team score that adds to the overall total of points that you're getting. Yeah, when but you're your individual score is your is the is the total is the team points still. Yes, it's the team points. Yes, right, but it's but, but it's then the in, but then it, but then it ends at thirty thousand. Right. Then it has one that builds up into like ninety thousand. Ninety thousand. Yeah. And what that is is like, so you run Which through. Which still is weird. Uh, yeah. But. Well, the idea here is that you'll run through. You won't hit ninety thousand in one run. Right. So you'll you know you'll run with two you know a, a pack of three people. You'll get let's say you hit thirty two thousand. You guys will get the individual mark for the week. Yep. You'll go get your prize from barracks. Um, barracks. And then let's say you want to go run it again, but those people aren't online, and you go run it with a different set of people. You get that it's added still, in as well. Yeah, it still counts. And so it's a team base, but it's not an exclusive team. Right, and you get rewarded. You get a specific reward for reaching those points. So it's no longer those stupid, like, oh, you have a chance to get this when you turn this in. Right. No, you're getting rewarded a 320 piece or 335. I can't remember. I think it's 320, though. It depends. It, it, it depends. It has a chance to be, oh, it has a chance to be three thirty five. Right. You're getting at least a three twenty piece of armor for right. the first one, and at least a three twenty a three thirty five piece of weapons. Right, and, for and the it can change one. week by week. Right, as far what, as you what get. it is. Yeah. So, um, very cool. You know, obviously they're building out a way where I, I think it feels a little more like if I put the grind in, I'm going to get the reward. Right. Which is important. Um, so. We'll learn more about that, but that so that's Prison of Elders. It's become, you know the reef is becoming relevant again. All of a sudden, um, we have a new quest featuring the uh, blighted chalice strike. So that's right, um, the chalice strike, which I know if the Taken King is dead, yet still his army's claw at our worlds. Even as you lead the assist, the assault on the dreadnought, a powerful would-be Taken prince fled for the safety of the shadows. Hunt him down before he grows too powerful. So that's a new a new quest. And then we have, of course, the Taken Strike. They're bringing back Winner's Run. So Winner's Run was a strike already, but they're going to enhance it, change it, make it more difficult. And again, it's going to be another way that you can get some pretty sweet trials. Right, the Archon Priest is now taken, and you have to go, and however they're going to change it up, you have to kill him. Yes. Um, but also, along with, with those... Oh, go ahead, Jay. Yeah, you're about to jump right into my next part, yeah. I think. Updated difficulty and rewards for, the, for King's Fall and yep. Court of Oryx. And that's what I'm most excited about. Because now you're going to be guaranteed to get a 335 artifact from doing Court of Oryx, and you're going to be able to have a chance to get more 335 pieces of armor from the King's Fall, right? 
Yeah. So again, they're taking these areas that that were cool when the Taken King launched, and then become that quickly became pointless. Yes. And they're making them relevant again, which is important. I do like. I really like that because I enjoyed Prison of Elders before Taken King, and then Taken King came out, and I didn't play a single round of 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 uh, Prison of Elders. I played it a little bit, but. Yeah, we we rushed to play it before Taken King so we could get that year one emblem. We did, yes. Uh, and then lastly, I, I want to just make the note that the quest that I talked about is in court is indeed the new enemy, the new boss that they're introducing, Malik, and he is. It's interesting because he looks huge. He looks really cool. He's an all new enemy, but he's referenced in the in the lore. Yeah, from year one. So it's cool that Destiny is trying to take some, trying to build some story content slowly, but, but surely. they're paying attention and they're trying to tie it back into the story. Um, basically, gives me a little bit of hope. Obviously, a little um, bit. I don't think we'll this, see. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna like people are like freaking out. Like, oh my god, yeah, they're they're really giving us story content. It's like, yeah, we're gonna burn through it in four hours. Well, we'll yeah, be done. and this is only the PVE stuff. So, granted, yeah. they're gonna be releasing gear, weapons. They're gonna be releasing what the crucible is gonna look like. What's gonna happen to trials? You know. Yep. There's a lot more out there, but at the same time, we're only gonna get so much in a free update. Yeah, and if you're listening to this on our launch day, which is Tuesdays, tomorrow, tomorrow we're going to get gear, and, yes. we're getting, and we're finding out a lot about gear. Is tomorrow gear or is it tomorrow PvP? Tomorrow's gear. Okay. Yep. So uh, we're going to be finding out about some new nodes that we've been seeing on gear. We're going to yep. find out about some of the new gear, like Her Fury, that we saw in last week. Yep. Um, so, Sniper rifle. Yeah, so we're, uh, we're looking forward to finding out maybe if there's some good-looking shit, so... But that's been part one of what I'm going to probably assume is going to be a three-part series of the Destiny update. And then the week after, they'll have the game. Yeah, uh, and, then we'll ha- yeah and then we'll be able to talk about it because we'll be playing it. But, I'll have uh, to make room on my PS4 for it. <laughs> probably another 20 gigs, I'm sure. Probably. But uh, yeah, so guys, that's been uh, the part one update of Destiny. That's been the news. You can check out any of these articles right on BXAP Gaming on Facebook. Um, guys, we're going to move into uh, right into it. We're going to move into some emails. You write them, we read them. It's time for emails on Bit by 8-Bit. All right, guys. So we're going to just pick a few because we are running way long on this. And uh, I'm going to start with Braden. And he wants to say, Dear John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. That's what he said. That's my name. The word out. <laughs> my time is cut a bit short today because, well, let's just say there's absolutely no way I'm going to explain this to the ER doctor. Anywho, so, why are there bad guys in Gears of War that look like Sloth from the Goonies? <laughs> Sloth was a childhood hero of mine, and I think it's a total horseshit that they should defile his image like this. And he actually sent us a picture. I'm going to show these guys the comparison. Oh, my God. <laughs> the comparison wow. of the two. Wow. Pretty sloth like. Yep. Um, That's upsetting. Yeah. And then he says, Would I be uh, sinning against sloth and everything he stands for if I buy this game? Rest well and dream of large women, Brayden. No penis uh, drawings? In no song? penis drawings. Pretty, pretty laid back. Yeah, that's he did sound real busy with ER well, doctors care. and stuff like that. Like the show ER doctors? No, I think like he's going to the ER. Pff, whatever. Yeah. Excuses. Yeah. Play more Destiny. He likes to shoot himself in the foot a lot. With real guns. With Yeah, real guns. It's a, it's, a, it's a game he plays. When he doesn't play well in the Division of Destiny, you see he unfortunately takes it out on himself. 
Anyways. All right. Um, should you play Gears of War? No. Yes. But first of all, I'm pretty sure from what he sent in, he plays on the PS4. I don't even know if he owns an Xbox. Good. Don't buy one. Yeah. So if you don't own an Xbox, then you're not even going to play it. And uh, Just come it is Jays. crazy to look at these guys and be like, wow, they uh, they just totally stole his image and made him a bad guy. Well, Sloth was a lovable character. Why not? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. But um, Gears of War 4 coming up here. We're going to get some news about it. Seems like, uh, obviously, I'm excited about it, but I'm also a little worried because it's like a future story about the kids of the of the characters that we're so used to playing as in the old Gears of War. I don't know. I kind of felt like Gears of War was done and that you should have left it alone, <laughs> but we'll see what they do. And should you play it? I don't know, man. This this is kind of proof right here that I think if, if they're going to shit on someone that you love and make them some sort of, not only... Are they turning him into a bad guy? But they're just making him like fodder. Okay, like these guys are like the guys that are covered all over the game that you just oh, okay. shoot all the time. Then it's not like this is even a boss. So yeah, that's kind of shitty. And I would probably boycott the game forever for life. Yes, yes. Boycott Xbox. Uh, Ethan, I say you play it. I say I say you shoot the crap out of sloth because you need to put him down you need then, to give him the lenny treatment and then you oh, teabag no. the shit out of him <laughs> and, then, and then you eat some rocky road oh yeah wow. put him out of his misery you know i know he likes catching with his beans so put him down baby ruth <laughs> oh my god all right now, now, thanks for the question Braden. i hope everything's okay at the er and next up oh. we have <laughs> next next question is from sam and Sam says, do you think video games could be used in a school setting, and why? And the second part of that is, do you think we will see VR in schools in the future? Is this Sam from, like, Siphon Filter? Maybe, yeah. Let's just say it is. Oh, I don't okay. know. You just put, thanks, Sam. Let, let, let me give you the lowdown on video games in the school. Oregon Trail. Geometry Golf. Oh, I love Geometry Golf. Geometry Golf was so good. Oh, I'm trying to remember man. other great ones I played in school. Oh, those were the big ones. Those, geometry Golf was amazing. I mean, definitely, we've talked about a little bit of this, is that I could see gaming in schools for you know multiple reasons. We could use it in a, in a sense of like you know Geometry Golf within a math class, um, but, but even like problem solving and things like that, there, there's some really cool games out there that we got to see at PAX Prime in the, uh, in the indie uh, like wing that's like strictly driven just towards like trying to teach people how to code like there's a video game that'll teach you how to code a robot that then that then they're also making a physical item that once you play the game you should be able to go over to this robot and actually program it to do things that you did in the game like that's crazy you know and and all built within a game that is fun to interact with and i think that's the key can you make a program more than a video game that is fun to interact with that's going to teach you so how are you going to be able to trick children into learning with video games to the point that they don't realize they're learning i think a lot of it that's has that's what it's going to yeah, be yeah and i think a lot of it has to do with that trick the trick of i the interaction i want to interact with this program yeah and by doing so, I'm learning and almost not even realizing no. it. It's more like brainwashing me to learn how to program. Now, VR I don't see in the schools because it's very expensive. Now, he did say in the future. I think it, it, you it will... Is, it, okay. Maybe. If VR takes off, first of all. Right. Because they're going to cancel recess. Yeah, right, yeah. You get recess through VR. Yeah, because VR physical education doesn't matter anymore. It's yeah. just math and science. Yeah. Only math and science. No, here's, We're going to be fat. 
computer brains. My idea for VR in schools, and I've already had this idea that I, I loved, is that how cool would a classroom be to be able to put these devices on and take a trip to Paris? Take a trip to somewhere that you can't take your class. You can't even go on field trips practically anymore. Like, you know, back when I was in school, it was like, cool, everybody's hopping on the bus. We're going to Toronto. And now, you yeah. know, because some kid died and, you know, fell fell down the uh, uh, off of a giant skyscraper, now we can't do it anymore. Or they disappeared or someone kidnapped them, like, you know. Or Billy skinned his knee and now mom's suing the bus driver. Right, yeah, exactly. Because there's things. no seatbelt on a goddamn bus. Right. <laughs> Wait, wait, qu- real quick time. Out. One, the reason you can't take kids to Toronto anymore is because of the 9 11 terror attacks. They need passports. And two, the buses in Toronto did have seatbelts on them. Yeah, right. You're, but you're taking a bus from here. I rode a train and I played Pokemon okay, on it. Never mind. I bought Pokemon Blue the night before. We've gone over okay, this. It was yes, one of the best right, days yes. of my entire Listen, life. And they are robbing the youth of day of riding on trains and playing Pokemon. I'm playing I trains of Pokemon. I 100% agree. So, anyways. It may happen. I could but... see VR in that sense where it's like you're, you're in history class and you're learning about something, and then there's a there's a VR program where you get to go explore Rome. You the know, pyramids. Yeah, the pyramids. The thing. pyramids in Rome. No, oh. not that pyramid. <laughs> but, <laughs> now we know what class you didn't pass. Got it. But um, geometry war class. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, the uh, you hang out with the polar bears in Alaska. The VR aspect of school, I think, is very important. I think uh, I think it could be cool. Here's the bottom line. Either Oculus or one of these companies need to make a school program where they're going to give these devices to the schools. Yeah, because they can't afford because that. Because you're not going to buy a six, you know, 600 per head in a, in a classroom of 30. You're going to be lucky if you get 10. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's insane. So I would say uh, if you build a school program... Schools in Southeast Michigan can't even afford books or heat. Yeah. No, no, no. They can't afford... Not having holes in walls yeah. or <laughs> but, roofs. But think about now. Let's think. Let's flip this on a business side. Let's think of Oculus for a second. Let's think of Facebook. And you look at, hey, I'm going to give VR headsets to school. Now every kid uses VR at, at school. What's going to happen when they go home? Well, their eyes are going to be really tired. They're probably going to have poor vision, and then they're going to get home, and their parents are going to be like. All right, you're gonna steal that VR machine. No, what's re- no? And we're gonna sell it so we can pay rent. I know everything's a joke here, but what really is gonna happen when they get home? They're not gonna do anything. They're just gonna play VR all the time. They're gonna want a VR at home. Yeah. You know, like that. So all of a sudden, a, lo- a lot of people have got computers in the '90s because their kids were using them at school. Exactly. Right. But computers were more functional than I think VR is right now. Right. I'm not, again, the question is in the future. Yeah, it's almost nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Hey, I played Wheel of Fortune on like a giant floppy disk all the time at home. So, I uh, I think games I mean, as we've already stated, we've used games in school already. I think games will become more prevalent in school as far as and I don't even want to call them games. I think I think interactive software tools, interactive software will become way more used uh, in schools. And then I think VR has a place if you can get the cost down, or you build a very good school program to get this device, this technology it, there's a lot, into the schools. There's a lot riding. It, like this will this won't be anytime soon. I don't think at all if it happens. No, it won't. It can't and, be and, because you also have to have the. Software side of it, yes. To support you have to have. It. Su- there's a lot of 
things that have to go in place before this and, could really yeah. be feasible. And no software company is going to put going to going to gamble that amount of money to develop for schools if there are no schools supporting it. Right. No install base. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, it'll be interesting, but I, I could see some really cool potential for it. Yeah. All right. Thank you for the question, Sam. Uh, I'm going to grab one more, and then we're going to if if we didn't get to your question this week, guys, I apologize. We will use it. Next week, for sure. So, my next question is going to be from Retro Mike. And uh, he wants to ask, what are the key factors for Nintendo to make the NX a successful system? Ooh, ooh, I have a good idea um, first. Uh, Mr. Yerkes in the okay, corner. Okay, uh, Mr. Yerkes, can you take your VR headset off when you're talking to the class? Oh, yep, sorry. I was just hanging out in a steam bath with a bunch of naked six-year-old <laughs> men. Can you please put your penis away? <laughs> I can oh, also put my God. penis away. Put your yeah. penis away, please. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Uh, oh, let me just set the headset down on the floor. Okay. Uh, you so, still didn't put your penis away. Please, well, tuck, yeah, please they, tuck it. it does, it's very large, it's Mr. It's not Yerkes. going to fit it's in the pants very, of the erection. It's, well, it's okay. not going to fit. Just put a notebook over I'll it. I'll just pretend I have the towel like I did just in the Just put your bath. VR headset on it. <laughs> 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 Hang them high. All right, so the number one, numero uno thing that is going that could help the NX be successful, third-party support. Having actual <laughs> titles... Come out on the system that people want to play that aren't made directly by Nintendo. At the same time as other consoles. Yeah. <laughs> so, We're give you this Call of Duty game eight months after it came out yeah. on Xbox One. Like, yeah, I guess that would be that. That's a huge point that will help NX is they have to have third party support, which unfortunately Nintendo has just lacked for ten years. God, yeah, at least. They're an afterthought. Nintendo's been an afterthought for 10 right. or 15 years. Here's what I think. No more gimmicks. Make a system that's solid, that's graphically awesome, that, that has great computing power, that feels like a PS4 or an Xbox. Not something that's going to feel like a gimmick. See, the problem with the gimmick is that when you put a gimmick into it, like motion sensing, that cost money to put that gimmick yeah. in there. What and did you leave and out you because took of that? that away from what? Processing power, yeah. graphic, you know. So, yeah, I mean, if you're going to come out with some weird controller like you always do, I'm okay with it as long as you give me a system that is on par with the current gen. If you are, okay, your Wii U is supposed to be current gen. It failed. You're going to kill it. You're going to move on. This new system that's coming out against four-year-old systems better be at least on par if it's not on par with a four-year-old system you're, you're de- done you're done so don't fuck around with it make it you know be, be, make it 4k make it you know make it 1080p i don't know but at least make sure that it's on par i would i would i'd be amazed if we come out with another like Wii situation where everybody went hd and the Wii didn't go hd and then we wondered after a few years why the Wii suffered so bad with just it just didn't look good on the, you know, TVs got huge and the Wii suffered, you know, and then the Wii U comes out and it was like a, like, we're just going to bump it a little bit. Like, just give it a little, just a little nudge here. Yeah, I heard you, I heard you kids liked your PlayStation 3. Yeah. Well, guess what? We're doing it now. You want to know another thing that would help Nintendo a ton? Yes, you, a you, Metroid game. No. <laughs> Yes, that's true. <laughs> on the jo- again, on the joking side point, yes, we're never going to get one, but yes. Well, no. What Federation would, Force. Yeah. What would really? Ha- yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to make my point anymore. Fuck it. 
What would really help Nintendo is you took Nintendo Club down, you're about to launch this whole new program and all this jazz, is that you need to launch, along with your system, a real online service, like Xbox Live, like PS Plus. Like, you have a library of amazing games that you just keep regurgitating and selling for $7, and yeah, it works for a little bit, but what if you had a service where you, or I had to pay you every year, like Xbox Live and like PlayStation Plus, or I paid you by month, like some people do. I got a couple games a month for free. You don't, you don't even have to be, you don't even have to be creative about this. You just need to copy what other people are doing because it works. I want to play your game online. I have to have PlayStation Plus because I have to do that, which pisses me off. You 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 distract me by saying here's Rocket League for free, and all of a sudden I go PlayStation Plus is amazing. It's not like they've. It's already been laid out for you. Just do what other people are doing, like Xbox copied PlayStation with giving away free games. It works, and you have the best old games out there. So if I'm playing, you know, I want to play Pocket Tournament online, and I need to have a Nintendo Live account, um, and you're telling me that, you know, this month I get. Super Metroid for free and you know Mar- Mario Land or or something like that that's that's awesome like I'm I'm completely down with that and on top of it as I play these couple free games a month it's going to make me maybe go look and buy other old games because it's going to take me back and go man this game was fun I beat it. I want to play another Mario game they won't give you games for free I know they won't but it but again it would be smart because if you gave me if you gave two it, games a month yeah. away you're talking 24 games a year but you're charging me sixty dollars a year for this service. I'm not. You're not giving me that game for free at that point. I don't know what the breakdown is off the top of my head. Well, I, yeah, I know what so you're saying. But you're giving me twenty four games at a discounted rate, with the potential that I'm going to buy more games from you because of it. But in Nintendo's eyes, they're like, "Well, we can get that money up front by just making them pay for it." Right, but it hasn't worked in the last two, oh, three it, systems. It has not worked at all for them. So, I know this. You know, I don't buy a lot from the Nintendo. Like, man, I buy like my two favorite all-time Nintendo games: Federation Force. No, and no, no. I've bought like Met- Super Metroid and Metroid Fusion, and I think I maybe bought a couple Mega Man games before they released Legacy. Yeah, I don't know. They need to have an online service that makes people care. You know, I need to be able to say, hey, what's your Nintendo name? And, and Ethan says, I suck at video games is my tag. I go, cool. And I send you a friend request. Not, yeah, 001-223-655-242. Then you, you know. And, the friend code is the stupidest <laughs> thing in the world. And then once I do that, then I go, what's your friend code? Like It's just, it's terrible. <laughs> you both have to yeah. put them in. It's. <laughs> It is the most ass backwards way to link up with it's people. It's why I have four friends on my DS because I don't even care to go through with it. I'm just like, don't care. I don't play games with you fuckers, anyways. I don't care if you're on your DS or not. Oh uh, yeah. So fix your online just aspect of your entire company. And there's probably many other things that could help you, but those are some big ones. Those are some key ones. Retro price point. Retro Mike, thank you for the question. Thank you, Michael. Guys, we will bank these extra questions that you sent in, and we will get to them next week. Um, thank you. This has been the email section. You can always send your questions into info at bxab.com and um, check out everything BXAB Gaming Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube. Check out our Twitch, BXAB Gaming, twitch.tv backslash BXAB Gaming. We stream every Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. 
Guys, thank you so much. Thank you, Detroit Beer Collective, DetroitBeerCollective.com, for sponsoring this episode. Use the offer code BXAB at checkout with $25 orders or more and get 20% off. Yeah, guys, and if you uh, just remember, if you like us and you want to support us, but you want to rep some cool gear, check out the shop at BXAP.com. Pick yourself up a T-shirt. They're super nice, and it helps us keep doing what we're doing. And as soon as you get done listening to this episode, make sure you find The Legend of Retro wherever you're listening to this show. It could be on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Overcast, or BXAP.com. Listen to The Legend of Retro and listen to March Madness as we argue and agonize and fight over what is the best NES game of all time in a tournament style. All right, guys. Well, remember, in two weeks we have episode 100, lots of cool giveaways, contests, all sorts of cool stuff going, so make sure to follow us on all the social media links. You can hit them all up right from BXAP.com. That's been episode 98. We'll see you next week. And as always, Game Game on. on!